Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports, informs and embraces the spouses beside the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever and whenever you want. And with products and services tailored for ADF members and Defence spouses, you'll wonder why you didn't join sooner. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. Welcome, Mika, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. And the backstory behind you coming on the podcast was because you were wanting to hear the stories of more spouses who were new to Defence Life. And I asked you if you put your hand up and you did. So here we are. Yeah, I um, I thought it would be a little bit hypocritical of me to say no, seeing as I was like, oh, I would love to hear more stories like that. If we can start with how you and your partner met and yeah. how long you've been together. So Alex and I, we've, only, we've been together a little bit under a year now. And we actually met because we volunteered for the same organization um well that's sort of how we knew of each other we'd never actually met in person before but we it's sort of a organization where everyone knows of everybody and basically one day he found out that we live kind of close to each other and I play volleyball nearby and so he ended up coming down and playing volleyball with me and that's how we met properly in person so when you and Alex met what was his sort of plan was he planning to join defense did he talk to you about that like you know how did you sort of enter into the relationship with the idea of defense life and and how did that sort of come about when I met him he was in the process of joining the navy so he was going through his interviews and everything like that so he definitely wasn't in yet and also when we met we definitely didn't get together straight away he was pretty much one of my best mates when we met and so I over the course of a few months we kind of caught up every week at volleyball and he would kind of tell me where he was at and each week give me an update on the whole Navy process. And yeah, eventually we actually spent lots of nights talking about, yeah, just him kind of dreaming about what the Navy was going to be like. And yeah, so he actually left for his training in January of 2021 and we actually weren't even together yet. So yeah, we, that's sort of where he was at when we met. Yeah, so we went together when he was here and then he went off to office training in Creswell in New South Wales. So he was there for oh, maybe, yeah, another couple months before we actually got together. So it took a little while on my part, but uh, we ended up getting there. So when you were having all those in-depth conversations about his future career and his dream plans and all of how that was going to play out, at no point were you going to be part of that picture when you were having those conversations? <laughs> Not really. Um, I knew he definitely had feelings for me back then, but I was pretty blind. I was like, oh, I just don't, I don't think that for me. And um, it wasn't, yeah, like he used to talk about the Navy a lot and he would even talk about what he thought it would be like one day when he did have a partner or if it would be possible. It was sort of one of those things. He just would speak to me about what he was thinking um, and he was almost wondering if it would be possible to be with somebody when he did join the Navy. Yeah, so definitely I wasn't planning to be a big part of that at that point. In saying that, when you were having those conversations, he probably wasn't really like holding back on what it could potentially be like, you know, when he got a partner and he was living defence life and, you know, what his job required and things like that. Obviously he was about to 
go off on training and he, he can't really sort of know what it's going to be like, but he's probably envisioning, okay, well, this job, if I go into this job, I'll be away this much or, you know, I'll be required to post every couple of years and that sort of thing. So when you were having those conversations, he wouldn't have really been holding back, like, you know, shielding you from any of it because it wasn't the intention that you would be that potential partner going yeah, with him definitely. on that ride. How did that play out when you both decided that you wanted to be together and then, okay, well, actually I'm going to be part of the picture now. And we've had all those conversations and I kind of know what he's envisioning for defense life kind of thing. How did you come around with, you know, I guess that knowledge when you went into the relationship, knowing that, you know, oh, well, it could be this tough and he could be away this much. And what were you feeling when you went into the relationship? There's always surprises, but in, in the, on the whole, I suppose there wasn't too many surprises when we were first kind of thinking about or talking about getting together because yeah like you said I did spend so long hearing him talk about it and when he left that definitely like we still stayed such good friends up until we did end up getting together so I was hearing all about his training and and just everything that was going on so um I guess it's probably a bit of a weird one but I think I just knew that I wanted him in my life by that point it took me a while but when I did get there I just realized I missed him so much with him gone that I don't know it almost wasn't even a factor for me maybe that was maybe that was naive I don't know but uh it was kind of like do I want to be with him and, and that was kind of the question and then if it's a yes then these are the things that are just going to have to come with it is sort of how I viewed it and he was really he's a pretty amazing guy he sort of said to me even before we did decide to get together that um that he would never have even asked me to do it if he didn't think I was ready and able and strong enough to deal with it he in fact said to me that he'd had thoughts before that if he got to a point where he realized it would be too hard on me he was actually going to pull out himself so the second I realized that yeah that is how I felt about him I was like well this is yeah now the Navy is a part of him and yeah I couldn't imagine him not doing it because it's something he loves so it was sort of all part and parcel I think. How did you guys end up you know like just to make it more complicated you waited <laughs> you guys waited until he was away like you know the yeah, other end totally. of the country kind of thing to get together <laughs> how did you even get together like you know who made the first move over the phone like how did you work <laughs> out that you wanted to be together and then you know then it's like straight into long distance kind of thing yeah yeah so it's actually it's a funny story so basically just one day we started facetiming a lot more than we were as much as he could anyway being in, in the middle of his training but um we started yeah calling pretty much every night and then it was actually quite funny I had agreed to look after his family dog while his family went down to visit him and so I'd gone over to his family's place and uh, met the dog and was just hanging out with them and it was and then while I was with them they called him and we were all kind of sitting on his couch having a chat with him and it was sort of in that moment that I was like yeah okay I'm so far in this like yeah this is definitely happening um, and then that night he called us on the way home from an exercise so I hadn't spoken to him for a while I think and then that night basically all that happened was we were on FaceTime and Alex was like so like I've got to ask you what's going on here like what are we doing and then it basically we just kind of had a laugh and we were like yeah yeah this this is definitely a thing from here. Once you've made the decision okay we'll go from being friends and FaceTiming and talking to each other pretty much every day to being a couple like what sort of changed in that sense was it more that you know 
you were then taking even more of an interest in how his training was going and then what might possibly happen when he finishes his training and where he might be posted and how that will impact you and all of those kind of discussions like what sort of happened once you were officially together yes I guess in the sense of yeah taking more interest in calling I think I think in that instance we'd probably actually already been together for a while in the sense that we were calling every night and I probably knew everything about his day and he knew everything about mine but I guess in terms of like the more logistic type thing um I did have like a flight booked at that time to go down and visit him after his graduation at Creswell and so that was that was sort of the plan we weren't really taking it too far because with the Navy you can't really make too many too many long-term plans um but that was sort of the first step and we were kind of counting down till then and then this was mid 2021 and then COVID pretty much ramped itself back again and so my I had to cancel my flight he couldn't get home I couldn't get there and I guess from there our plan was just whenever the borders open I'll be there or he'll be here and so for a very long time that was pretty much the only plan that we had because it was like the only way that we were going to be able to see each other was if the borders opened and for us the borders didn't end up opening until uh, mid-December of 2021 and we'd gotten together in May of 2021 so it was a while but I guess it did give us time to kind of think once the borders open yeah I would be more than willing eventually to move to wherever he was as long as that would suit his training and things like that which has also been a bumpy path with things changing and whatnot but yeah it was sort of for a very long time it was really COVID dependent and I think at the moment we're, we're finally kind of getting out of that COVID dependency I guess. So when you obviously officially started dating mm. what needed to change in regard to Alex having you recognized as his partner and you know because obviously if you want to post with him you have to be you know, recognize that you're in a relationship and you started the relationship while you're living apart. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can prove that, you know, you're living together or that that sort yeah. of thing. They they don't take into account how long you've known each other and things mm-hmm. like that. So what had, had to happen and was there any complications with you being recognized as his partner or even having those conversations to go forward with any of the official stuff that you actually need for yeah. defense? So actually we haven't, we still haven't gotten the like been recognized or gotten any kind of classification yet just because we did have a little bit of a plan potentially it was a bit silly of us but we had a plan that um you know once the borders did open up and once I had a chance to go down and visit him in Sydney he's at Watson's Bay at the moment so once I did go get the chance to visit him in Sydney a few times the plan was sort of that I would ship myself off to Sydney and move there with him um but yeah a few things changed and it's not going to happen anymore but um the plan was sort of once I moved there we got told by one of his DOs that his DO would kind of give him a hand to get us recognized and everything like that once I did officially kind of move to Sydney or like once that was once we had a date that I was going to come his DO was going to give us a hand yeah so we still actually haven't done it um sort of something we've got to work out but I think it's just with all the chops and changes in the plans that there's a fair few other things on Alex's mind at the moment I suppose and um so he's currently in WA for two months, then back to Sydney for two months, then off to Cairns or Darwin for six months. Yeah. So I guess we're just kind of waiting for there to be a little bit of a pause or a break to kind of get some of that stuff sorted. Just even you mentioning how often he's going to be away and all the different locations he's got to go to finish mm. his training and all of that sort of stuff. That, you know, sounds great 
that he's got all of that planned out. But in the meantime, you're both then essentially doing long distance and not seeing each other very often. Has it or do you feel like it's placed any sort of strain on the relationship? Because, you know, you, you haven't had that consistent extended amount of time together to enjoy being a couple and, you know, yeah. build that strong bond. And because, you know, essentially when everything settles down with his training and he knows where he's going to be for an, a, a longer time, you're essentially thinking of moving to be with him so that's you know that's a big step so how are you both building a relationship without it being strained because of all Mm. the distance and the change and then not knowing when you'll actually be officially together in one place so I think as hard as those seven months were when we were first together and hadn't seen each other since we'd been together as hard as that was I actually think it was definitely a part of why we're so strong I think because I you know I would tell my friends oh I'm just on FaceTime to him all the time but um they were like oh okay I still don't quite understand but um they kind of got it when I said oh well when I mean all the time I mean if I'm having dinner he's just on my phone on FaceTime sitting in the corner and I might be having dinner with my family or something and he'll just be there having a chat with them and then back when I was still in uni he would sit there on FaceTime while I was studying and maybe he was studying and we might not have even been talking but we were just kind of hanging out and I think because of that and because we had to get used to that in those first seven months I probably wouldn't say it put a strain on our relationship at all like I think it was just hard because we missed each other but I think it was almost because we did miss each other so much we knew it was so worth fighting for yeah and has it meant that you have both had to be really good with communication and communicating with each other because that is your only form of connection I guess you know because obviously text messages and emails and those sorts of things can be misconstrued and you know like have you come to an agreement as to how you guys communicate well with each other and how Mm -hmm. you keep those lines of communication open and what you both sort of need from each other in that regard because you don't have the other things that other couples could just fall back on that I'll see him tomorrow or if we have a fight tonight then (laughs) we can resolve it tonight because we're we're in the one place kind of thing yeah I wouldn't say any like kind of rules or anything but um I think by nature we're both very chatty people and and both our families tend to joke that we we just we just talk and talk and talk and I think that's just been really really great for us the fact that we are both so similar in that aspect where Alex is more than happy to tell me I guess as much as he can um but pretty much everything about his day when he can tell me and and I'm the same and I love that and I know that he really loves it as well and I know not everybody would just be able to rattle off all these tiny things that happen in their day but I think we've just gotten really good at it pretty awesome that we've had so much practice at it but yeah it's been super important and I think one of the big things probably one of yeah one of the main times where it's been a bit iffy is just you know if Alex has had to tell me that he's going to go to sea for a couple weeks or however long and he knows that I might get a little bit upset about it just because yeah I'm already missing him and then no contact at all sort of thing is is just another layer on top of that but I think it kind of got to a point where I had to reassure him that I would much rather know the plan even if it's just like even half a plan I would rather know just because it is a part of his day and a part of like what's going on in his mind rather than him kind of I suppose trying to protect me from the maybes and the what if I think that was probably a thing that we chatted about a bit yeah just knowing that even if I am a little bit upset about something or whatever I'd still much rather us be able to talk about it than 
try and pick and choose what to tell me and not tell me like even for my sake I suppose so definitely been important to be yeah chatty is it the same on your end in regard to if you are feeling upset or you are having down day Mm. where it does does feel a bit much have you both sort of spoken in regard to him wanting to know about that or do you more so feel like oh maybe I shouldn't because he's focused on his training or like what's the sort of conclusion with the amount of feelings and the amount of communication or what you tell each other kind of thing totally I know that he definitely is all ears when it comes to how I'm feeling and if I'm yeah just had a rough day or whatever he definitely wants to hear about it and that doesn't mean it doesn't cross my mind that he's got so many things on his mind with his training and and especially because he loves his job sometimes it is hard saying to him that it's kind of something about it has made me a bit yeah sad or made me miss him when I know he misses me just as much but like yeah he's he's loving his job so sometimes it is a little bit of a yeah like I know he loves it and I don't want to put a damper on that but I just know that it's important that I yeah share with him if I am a little bit upset or off or anything like that but I can definitely see how if we weren't quite so open it could get a bit rocky but yeah I'm I'm glad that we do have that openness yeah and how does it work with obviously when he went off to training you you guys weren't a couple it Mm. it wasn't going to be impacting you it's just I'll I'll support him as a friend and we'll talk to each other and all of that sort of stuff and then you went into a relationship and then you're still in the same location you're still surrounded by the same friends and family that you always have like you've still got all of those people but you're going through this change in your yeah. life where okay well now I'm a I'm a defense partner and what does that mean for me and what does that mean if we're going to be together long term what does that mean for me career wise and all of these yeah. things that you have to kind of figure out in your head but you can't figure out because you don't know the, the long-term <laughs> plans so totally. it's like all up in the air but the people that are there to support you are those people that have always been in your life that may not have any experience mm-hmm. with defense and what that might mean how have you been feeling with that support system and them understanding sort of the things that you might be worried about or thinking about or considering now that you are a defense partner I think one of the biggest things at the start like I think it's definitely been a journey to get some of my friends to sort of start to understand it I think because we did Alex and I did have to have these kind of big conversations before we were even together like you know it was definitely a question before we even got together as to whether I would move to be with him because if I wouldn't then yeah if I was never going to move it was never really going to work so um although I haven't done it yet it's definitely definitely going to happen soon but yes I think because we did have to have some of those big conversations yeah before we were even together for us it was very serious straight away and we we both knew that and so I think explaining that to some of my friends was pretty hard because they like I guess what they saw was just oh you're dating this guy who you were friends with and and but how do you even date someone if you're just on FaceTime and I think kind of explaining to them just how much time we spend together and then eventually actually getting them to meet Alex on face like that it was just yeah kind of taking them on the journey a little bit which was hard definitely not their fault that they kind of I guess struggled to understand because it is such a different world but yeah it was definitely a journey and I think I was really lucky like my family got to see Alex on FaceTime quite a lot and so they kind of understood firsthand because they would chat with him kind of just like I would so I was pretty lucky with that but um 
Yeah, it's, it's been interesting, but I think I'm definitely getting there now. And then with my job, so I work in a marketing agency at the moment and I was with them before I was with Alex. And then when I did get with Alex, they all knew about it. And uh, But then it did get to a point where there was a plan for me to move to Sydney and I love my job. And um, I really, it was a bit nerve wracking, but I did end up asking them if they would allow me to work from Sydney, um, work for them from Sydney. And yeah, after a bit of back and forth, they ended up saying, yes which was really amazing and now that even though Sydney's not the plan that has sort of transferred over to wherever I do end up going or you know maybe I'll go do some more long visits to wherever Alex is even if I can't necessarily move there and I guess the okay to work from Sydney is kind of transferred across to yeah wherever I do end up going but yeah they my work is really incredible with sort of understanding that and really wanting to make sure that Alex and I can make it work but yeah it's it's been interesting and very it's just a very it's a very different life and yeah something that most of my friends haven't had that much to do with so it's kind of about bringing them on the journey a little bit and I definitely still have days where they don't quite get it but it's I guess it's about me understanding that like that's not their fault it's just different and I just have to take the time to explain it. Nine out of ten defence spouses wish they found out about Defence Bank sooner. Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning and currently has a rating of 4.8 out of 5 in both the app and Google Play Store. It does everything a big bank app does with cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, pin change functionality, savings roundup, spend tracker, the list goes on. Oh, and if you really want to go to a Defence Bank branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia, and with many of their branch staff a defence spouse or partner, you'll be talking to someone who just gets it. Banking as a defence spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au. And you mentioned that your workplace has obviously been really good with, you know, saying that you you are able to work remotely and all of that yeah. sort of stuff. Was that a case of because of COVID, they can see the benefits and how easily people can work remotely. Like how did that come about and did COVID play into and work from home play into that to your advantage in regards to being able to do that? I think so a little bit. I think at first my work was definitely, they were open to it, but I don't think totally sold to start with, which is totally understandable, like absolutely understandable. But then we did go into another one or two work from home periods. And I think there's also a couple of other people for, at work who have kind of made some arrangements to work from home a little bit more. And I think they were always going to let me, but I think some of the yeah work from home arrangements that we had to do because of COVID did, I guess, help kind of realise how seamless it can, help them realise how seamless it can be and kind of probably give them a little bit more confidence that it's doable. With Alex's job, like what will he actually be doing in the Navy? Like in yeah. regard to will his job be primarily on a ship? Will he go away a lot? What sort of, you know, the loose future plans as much as you can plan with possible postings and things like yeah. that what does it kind of look like for you guys for the first couple of years and trying to work out where you might be and how much you might be away and all of that at the moment Alex is in training to become an MO and then further on to Mariner so for the time being he'll just finish his training so he's currently in WA for two months um, and I'm back in Queensland and then he'll go back to Sydney to HMS Watson for another two months then yeah up north for six months and then I think he does another stint back in Sydney 
And then from there, he will go over to WA to start his proper submariner training. And I guess we're pretty, like, although WA is probably as far from Queensland as you could get, I think we're also really lucky because the subs are really just in one spot, which means we will pretty much be able to stay relatively in the same spot in WA, um, which is pretty awesome. It does mean once he's all trained up, he will be going away a fair bit. I don't really know how often but um it will be a bit and yeah once he's on his subs it's no contact which is definitely something that I'll have to get used to and I I haven't had to get used to as of yet but yeah I guess the distance is pretty scary that it will be so far away from everyone that I know but the tentative kind of stability of being able to be in WA fairly long term is is really nice especially from some of the stories that I've heard yeah just from other other kind of jobs and stuff so the plan is for now wherever Alex is I've kind of teed it up with my work that potentially I could just do some long weekends away and do that for a while to be with Alex wherever he is and then when he does go to WA I think I'll just head over there I think that's going to be the easiest solution and I guess the benefit of that is that if you eventually do go over to WA and live there permanently when he does go away for those longer periods, you can go back to family in Queensland if you wanted totally. to because you've got that remote job. You can do that if you need to. Totally. And um, I'm sure I probably won't be in this same job forever because of the industry I'm in. I'm really lucky. So I would hope that, yeah, whatever job I find myself in, potentially once I've been there long enough, they could help me do the same thing. And because you know that obviously he's going into subs and that it is no contact when they're away and mm. it's long periods and no communication and you will be so far away from family and friends are you sort of thinking ahead to okay well even though I'll be potentially if you're in the same job that you are I'll be working from home like it'll be important for me to build connections and support networks so that you know I don't just end up being alone in a house Mm -hmm. on the other side of the country from family and friends like have you kind of envisioned what you might need to do to make sure it's a positive experience and make sure your mental health stays good and all of that while you're over there? From what I've heard, um, again, I don't really have the experience to back it up, but from what I've heard, the Submariner community is pretty amazing and Alex, yeah, has heard a fair bit about it and I'm, I guess I'm just really excited to get over there and get in and be a part of it. I don't even know what that looks like right now, but I think whatever that does look like, I would love to kind of dive in and, and just be a part of that. And then I think probably just some other things would be like I've started doing Pilates here and I really love that. So potentially, yeah, joining like some exercise classes or um, just some like social sports, maybe volleyball again in WA on the other side of the country. Yeah, things like that. And I think... I'm sure it might get to a point where I'm like, okay, I think I need a job where I'm seeing people every day and, and making some more friends. But I think I think I might just judge that when I when I do get there. But yeah, I think something I'm really looking forward to, and I guess I haven't really had much or any of it really, is just being able to meet, I guess, other partners and even Alex's friends, I suppose, and just kind of get into the community that is over there. I think that would be, yeah, a pretty good place to start anyway. So when you first became official and you know then you're like okay well defense life is part of my life now so I kind of need to figure out what it's all about kind of thing what kind of what did you do obviously you found the military life community Mm. the podcast and that sort of thing like what did you do did you just like google like okay defense life like what did you do to kind (laughs) of like I guess set you on the path because 
it's all well and good for defence to give some information to the defence member or the trainee or whatever, but they don't necessarily see the bits and pieces that you might need, like, you know, like what's it like to be a submariner's um, partner and all of that sort of stuff. So like what did you sort of, what were your first steps with trying to figure out like what defence life will mean for you? I think honestly at first I just grilled Alex with a million questions that he probably I can't remember exactly, but I'm sure he probably didn't have the answers to all of them. That was sort of the first thing I did. And I guess I still do just just to yeah get a get a kind of look in. But um, honestly, the only main other thing has been finding this podcast. And um, it's been really awesome. Like I do remember you did an episode, but it was um, Submariner like a partner of a submariner and I I remember hearing that and just being like wow okay that's really awesome but that was probably the main insight that I've actually had so I probably wouldn't say I I know a whole lot about it and I didn't do a whole lot of my own I guess research but I think just Alex has had a fair few conversations with people and I know that he always tries that if he does meet somebody who yeah also has a partner or family and whatnot and I know that he always does his best to kind of ask how they make it work and if they have any tips and he's he's really great like that he'll always pass it on and he gets quite excited when he has had those chats with people um so I guess I'm pretty excited to just be there beside him or like you know around him when he does get to have those chats with people but yeah as far as kind of doing my own research the podcast and and this page is probably about as far as I got and I guess because you aren't posted together yet and you're Mm. not sort of living in the defense community or you haven't been to like defense functions or you haven't met his friends and then their partners and that sort of thing and you don't sort of feel quite connected as a defense partner as yet because you're kind of in the same location where you've always lived your life and you've got friends and family that because you haven't made a big move or any like moved out yet or or posted or done any of the big defense life steps yet it's kind of like you maybe like half in civilian world and half in defense world kind of thing like how have you been feeling with like not quite feeling like you fit in either totally yeah that's so right it's so much like that I think part of me just needs to remind myself to kind of make the most of still being in Queensland but there are definitely days where I'm just like gosh I just wish I was there with Alex just yeah getting being a part of fully a part of that world and uh then yeah also just remembering to kind of make the most of being here but yeah it's definitely been yeah exactly what you said kind of feeling like half in half out of both it will definitely be a nice feeling even when we do just kind of get acknowledged and recognized as a couple and and we do make yeah a move together I think that will be really nice for the time being I guess it's just been a lot of relying on Alex to just tell me yeah what's been going on and what what that world is looking like but it has been really interesting and I think it's different that's for sure because yeah you're right like I I feel so in it but then I and then I go to work every day and I have some friends call me and they're talking about all these things that are so relevant to them here and and half of my head and half of my my heart is like totally in a different world so yeah it's um definitely something I think still navigating and I probably will be for a while but yeah it's all part of it I suppose on the topic of information and advice mm. and things like that has your partner or have you sort of stumbled across any information about all the I guess basic supports of like defense member and family support defense families australia open arms all of those do any of those names ring a bell to you kind of thing have you heard any of them mentioned like how have you been going with like just even 
I guess, getting to learn about even OPSEC rules, like operational security, which is all these things that I guess, once your partner posts on their first posting, people just assume you know these things Mm. when sometimes that's not the case. Yeah, I think honestly, it's actually just all been through Alex. I think obviously not all at once, but he's very big on just he's like you know the more you know and the more you learn about this life he's like I think the better it'll be for you and he knows that I'm like super excited and keen for that as well because I agree with him I, I agree with the more I know the better I'll probably feel but I think it's just been kind of trickled in as he learns I learn about it um so yeah yeah not super all over all of it but um I've definitely heard bits and pieces filtered through Alex and I think yeah I guess it'll probably keep coming like that until we do I do move to be with him or or even just yeah I guess we haven't even been able to visit each other regularly because the borders did only open in December just gone so and he's in WA at the moment um, borders are still closed to there so when he does return to Sydney it'll I guess it'll be the first time that I've even been able to go on to base with him and things like that because he still he still does live on base so I think even once I do just start being around a little bit more I think it'll all just start to trickle in and then potentially get a bit of a deeper dive once we do make the the bigger move are you nervous to go on base and do all those sorts of things for the first time like what are you feeling about those things thought about it that much but I guess mainly I'm excited just because it has been so long and yeah I just heard so much like I've met so many of Alex's mates just on FaceTime and things like that but um yeah probably a bit nervous I guess I just don't know what to expect to a certain degree but then on another on the other hand I do because I've heard so much about it and so what do you do regarding your mental health um and to look after your mental health obviously it sounds like you guys are coping really well with communicating well and being on the same page and got the long distance thing down pat, but that doesn't mean that you still don't have those days where you're really feeling alone and just wanting to be together and to hurry up and just happen already. How do you look <laughs> totally. after your mental health? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like on the whole, it's it, we handle it pretty well, but there's definitely lots of days where it's hard. Um, I think one thing that I've kind of discovered more recently, I think I mentioned it before, but um, yeah, I've joined this Pilates class, which has been really great. It's really nice to have a bit of a project, I suppose, which is kind of how I see it, going to this class and just learning all there is to learn and yeah, having a bit of, I guess, something else to focus on and like shift my brain. Another thing, I used to journal quite a lot. And um, I actually remember recently, Alex was like, why don't I remember I had a day where I was like, gosh, I just feel really off. I think maybe he was telling me about something about subs or something along those lines. And I was just, it had me feeling really wacky. And he was like, why don't you like get your journal back out? And so I actually did that not too long ago. And I think that's definitely something I should pick back up again because that was really good. Um, And then, yeah, Alex actually went away this week just gone and um I found a few nice like yoga stretches and stuff to do before bed which was really nice because I guess that's usually when Alex and I might be chatting the most and so just kind of filling that gap with something else and then I guess also seeing my friends is a big one it's it's a bit funny like I guess I kind of need to remind myself to hang out with my friends if that makes sense like not that I don't love them because I do but I think I get quite caught up in the idea of just wanting to make sure that I'm at home so whenever Alex calls or whenever he's free I'm free but I I know that that's certainly not what he wants and it's not a great mindset like I do need to just still remember to make the most of my time here and so 
I think actively reminding myself like no this would be a great time to go have dinner with so and so or maybe I should just use this day to go to the beach with somebody I think that like actively reminding myself to kind of make the most of my time here rather than my all like almost all my brain just being yeah across the country where Alex is yeah and that's obviously probably a good base to take with you and mindset to take with you when you do post to another area just knowing that you can't just put your life on hold yeah waiting around for a call Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing because like you mentioned Alex doesn't want you to do that and that's actually not great for you and if you're not okay then that places strain on the relationship and it has that flow and effect so it's like well I still need to have my own stuff and live my life and when he comes back obviously you come back together and spend time but you know the importance of still living your life even if he is home as well so that you you don't sort of fall back into that when he leaves you kind of have to like re-establish all of those things that you could have been doing to I guess help yourself yeah and you're so right even when he is like not here but even when he is you know not out at sea or like he does have reception and can chat we do often kind of align up like line up our weekends a bit and we'll be like okay well I was gonna go have dinner with so-and-so and Alex would be like oh great well if you're gonna do that I'll go do this with my friend and and I guess we kind of do it like that sometimes, um, which is nice. I think we both kind of need that reminder that's like, no, no, we need to go like be in our our world for a bit as well as our combined world. Yeah. So it's definitely, that's probably actually one of something I definitely didn't expect, but yeah, definitely something that played a big part. And so what have you learned along the way, other than obviously everything we've spoken about, but what have you mm-hmm. learned that you might be able to, you know, pass on to another spouse that might only be a couple of months in or you know is um just sort of starting on the defense life kind of um, route one of the biggest things we've both learned is probably a good lesson to try and learn early on that yeah you can have tentative plans but for us we have probably learned the harder way to not uh, like I guess put all your eggs in one basket and have high hopes for like this one specific plan because in this life it's it's not really up to you what your plans are so that was probably a big one that we learned a couple of times before we actually actually got to a point where we're like okay and now whenever Alex does tell me oh this might be happening it's very much this might be happening I'm like yeah yeah I know I got it like it might be happening and so we kind of are very careful now because there was a few times where we had our hopes up pretty high and like the plan did get switched around it's so much easier said than done but I guess learning that yeah keep plans is tentative and or even even more simply than that just like recognizing what is in your control and what is out of your control and coming to terms with that I guess that's something that I've kind of learned probably more recently is that it's kind of coming to terms with what what I just can't control uh and being (laughs) like getting okay with that and so have you also recognized that those change plans and those things that you know, you can make all of those future goals and all of that sort of stuff, but that Alex also does not have control over those things <laughs> because some people can, you know, hold a bit of resentment thinking, despite the fact that you know that defense is the one in control kind of thing, but yeah. thinking like, well, why can't you just say no? Or, you know, yeah. why, why is it always like this? Or why is it always, you know, defense before me, that kind of thing. Like, it sounds like you guys have already sort of, you're on the same page with understanding that either one of you is not controlling it you kind of just have to throw your hands up and you know you can have those long-term goals but you just have to kind of be really flexible with how you get there yeah 
yeah for me it's probably just I know what he loves what he does and and more than that he really trusts in the people that he does what he loves for um and so yeah like I probably wouldn't I wouldn't want to see him doing something he didn't enjoy and I guess that's probably the biggest thing for me and I guess like he did get to come home for over a month over Christmas and and there were a lot of plans that were changing then um for there was like a week where it wasn't even sure if he was gonna go to WA or whether he was gonna go back to Sydney and and he was leaving in in like a couple days and he didn't know where he was leaving to and I was I was beside we were actually in lockdown because we had COVID so we were in isolation in his bedroom together so we were very close as he was calling all of these people and getting all these calls that the plan was changing gosh every five minutes and so I think I have had a pretty good insight into how totally out of his control it is. But yeah, I I guess at the end of the day, I just, I do love seeing him love doing what he, yeah, loves what he does. So. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and telling us all about your introduction to defence life and being a new defence partner, which we need more stories of so people like you can hear about (laughs) what it's like and can feel connected to the defence community because obviously you guys are just feeling your way through, but you want to hear from other people about how they felt their way through kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Thanks so much for having me. It was, uh, I'm really glad I I did it. It, Yeah, it's been really good getting to chat to you. I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarylife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 